It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday the 31st of March. I'm Anna Cunningham. And I'm Emily Ferrier. Are Putin's military chiefs too afraid to tell him the truth? It increasingly looks like Putin has massively misjudged the situation. And an Australian journalist faces trials in Beijing. This is deeply uh, concerning, unsatisfactory and regrettable. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Demoralised and refusing to carry out orders. It's rare to hear directly from the head of the UK's intelligence, cyber and security agency. But Sir Jeremy Fleming has given a public speech on a visit to Canberra in Australia. He said there's chaos at the heart of the Kremlin. We've seen Russian soldiers, short of weapons and morale, refusing to carry out orders, sabotaging their own equipment and even accidentally shooting down their own aircraft. No one really knows what President Putin's thoughts are currently, but Sir Jeremy Fleming claims the Russian president's advisers are simply too scared to tell him the truth. It increasingly looks like Putin has massively misjudged the situation. It's clear he's misjudged the resistance of the Ukrainian people. He underestimated the strength of the coalition his actions would galvanise. He underplayed the economic consequences of the sanctions regime and he overestimated the abilities of his military to secure a rapid victory. The Kremlin's yet to comment on the remarks, but the US has also said Putin has been misguided. Kate Bedingfield is the White House communications director. We have information that Putin felt misled by the Russian military, which has resulted in persistent tension between Putin and his military leadership. We believe that Putin is being misinformed by his advisers about how badly the Russian military is performing and how the Russian economy is being crippled by sanctions because his senior advisers are too afraid to tell him the truth. The peace talks between Russia and Ukraine are set to resume for a third day in Ankara, but Russia's promise to de-escalate in certain areas is not being reported on the ground, with continued shelling in cities like Chernihiv in the north. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky says people should prepare themselves for a fresh wave of attacks in the east. We know that this is not a withdrawal, but the results of the pushback, the results of the work of our defenders. But we also see that at the same time there is an accumulation of the Russian troops for new strikes in Donbass, and we are preparing for this. At the start of the war, 
when Russia invaded Ukraine on February the 24th, there was a worst-case scenario made by the United Nations predicting how many might flee the country. The UN Refugee Agency's latest figures have now exceeded predictions, with more than 4 million people having left Ukraine. Half are estimated to be children. It's the largest refugee crisis since World War II. But some have been unable to escape, eking out an existence and mourning their dead. In Mariupol, the besieged southern port city, Pavel stands next to a freshly dug grave of his friend. There's a single wooden cross. He explains that a bullet got his friend in the throat. Five minutes later, he was dead. The hope of escape for Pavel is bleak. Mariupol's mayor claims some 5,000 have died in the constant Russian bombardments, and an estimated 170,000 remain trapped. Mariupol residents, like Ludmilia, survive as best they can. We've been striving for well-being, and now we are dog poor, standing by the fire, homeless. How long is it going to take? We have nowhere to take a shower, we're drinking water God knows from where, and what kind of bacteria it has. On the way, Hollywood's action man, Bruce Willis, is retiring. Times of London Daily World Briefing To Beijing and the highly sensitive diplomatic case of an Australian journalist charged with illegally supplying state secrets overseas. The Chinese-born Australian, a former state TV anchor, Cheng Lei, was detained in 2020. Little is known about the actual charges she faces, and now her trial has started behind closed doors. Australia's ambassador to China tried to get into the court, but failed. Graham Fletcher says they will continue to make efforts for transparency. Well, um, as you've seen, we've just been denied entry into the trial. Um, this is deeply uh, concerning, unsatisfactory and regrettable. Um, we can have no confidence in the validity of a process uh, which is conducted in secret. Nevertheless, we will continue to advocate strongly for uh, Ms Chung Lei's rights and interests in accordance with the consular agreement between our two countries. Cheng Lei's family maintains she's innocent. It was a scandal that dominated Canadian headlines for much of 2021. Hundreds of mass, unmarked graves of First Nations children were discovered across the country. A year after the discovery of 93 unmarked graves of children at a residential school in Williams Lake, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau paid a visit to the survivors. Many of them have spent years not talking, not thinking about that incredibly difficult time in their life when they were students at that so-called school. But to help the community heal, to help the community get closure and understand where and what happened there to some of their fellow students, they shared. This week, survivors of Canada's residential schools have asked Pope Francis to guarantee access to church records on the institutions where Indigenous children were denied of their culture and abused. The Indigenous peoples of Canada, as well as the Canadian government, 
want the Pope to visit and issue a formal apology for the role that the church played in residential schools. Williams Lake First Nations Chief Willie Sellers said the visit has given him hope for the future of First Nations peoples in Canada and for the survivors of the former St. Joseph's Mission Residential School. We are a proud people. We are proud First Nations. And today I am a proud Canadian on top of all of those things. It gives me hope moving forward that the things and the commitments that we talked about today are going to you know, make that meaningful impact with Prime Minister Trudeau so that we can move forward and expedite the healing process of First Nations people in this country. Trudeau wants more to be done as Canadians reflect on the brutal history and demand for accountability. We need to understand that this is not just history of the Swetbuk Nation or of uh, Williams Lake First Nation. It's not just the history of Indigenous peoples. It's Canada's history. And it is on all of us to be part of the learning, the grieving, the truth and the reconciliation that this requires. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the latest now on the UEFA Women's Champions League, here's John Jackson. Barcelona's 5-2 win over Real Madrid in the Women's Champions League quarterfinals was impressive on the pitch, but it was record-breaking off it. The crowd of 91,553 spectators is a new record attendance for a women's football match, beating a 23-year-old record of 90,195 from the 1999 World Cup in the United States. It was the first time the team had played in front of supporters at the iconic New Camp, an experience that left Ballon d'Or winner and Barcelona captain Alexia Putellas, in her own word, speechless. The club said ahead of the record-breaking match that filling the biggest stadium in Europe would send out a clear message to aspiring young girls all around the world. You can do it too. Barcelona won the tie 8-3 on aggregate. Paris Saint-Germain's women's side progressed against German side Bayern Munich in Wednesday evening's other quarter-final. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Hollywood actor Bruce Willis is retiring. He's revealed that he's been diagnosed with aphasia, a disorder that's caused to damage to the part of the brain that controls language. He's had an acting career that spanned four decades, grossing more than $5 billion in box office profits worldwide. The family of the diehard star posted a statement on his social media on Wednesday, saying, as Bruce always said, live it up, and together, we plan to do just that. Dr. Mario Mendez, the director of the Behavioral Neurology Program at UCLA, says that a profession that demands the use of language would be difficult for someone with aphasia, but that every case is different. This morning I had a, a patient I asked to, uh, uh, to close his eyes. Uh, he, he, didn't under, he looked at me perplexed. He didn't understand what I was saying. What does it mean to close your eyes? I asked him to open his mouth. He couldn't do that. To point... Uh, to understand simple sentences. He just didn't get what I was saying. Whereas the other type of uh, aphasia, um, they do understand for the most part, but they can't answer you. They struggle, can't talk. Willis had been working steadily with numerous action thrillers to be released in 2022, including Gasoline Alley, A Day to Die, and Fortress Sniper's Eye. 
And finally, a love for the movie Braveheart has a Ukrainian refugee in search of a Scottish host. Nika Naliota, a teacher from Odessa and volunteer with the Ukrainian army, started teaching herself Gaelic using the Duolingo app after watching Braveheart and wants to find a host to help her practice the language. Since the large-scale Russian invasion of Ukraine, Naliota has been separated from her 13-year-old daughter, Katerina, who's living in a refugee centre in Bulgaria. She hopes that they can reunite in Scotland. Naliota first discovered Celtic culture through J.R.R. Tolkien, who was an academic of Germanic and Celtic languages. She hopes one day to produce a Ukrainian translation of the Outlander books. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday the 31st of March. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Your History is a new podcast brought to you from The Times, and it brings together the real-life stories from our obituaries desk, which have been published for over a century. In this brand new show, we build on this legacy and explore the endlessly fascinating lives who have enriched and informed our own. Join me and our sponsor, Ancestry, as we journey through your history. History. 